Welcome to The Profitable Way. I am your host, Robin Gooding, and this is a podcast for entrepreneurs looking to do good in the world while pursuing profits and living a rich life. I truly believe that the missing link to multi-passionate, heart-centered entrepreneurs is the intersection of a holistic strategy, an efficient back-end system, and the soul work that focuses on our inner world so that our outer world can flourish. My clients have quit the cubicle, moved overseas for the digital nomad life, more than doubled their income, and expanded their lives using my signature framework that integrates strategy, systems, and soul. If you're looking to clarify your strategy, structure and optimize your systems, and amplify your soul work, you are in the right place. I promise to relentlessly support you making money online, doing what you love, so that you can live your version of an epic and rich life. Hello, welcome to this episode. Thank you for being here. I am going to talk about sales in this episode and especially speak to that experience of not wanting to be salesy. So if you are constantly saying things like, I do not want to be salesy, that feels cringe, I feel awkward when I'm selling, anything like that, this episode is for you. So let's start with the environment that we've grown up in, what's become our normal. And when we look at economic exchanges, the outdated models really focus more on the transaction than they do on the human. And most of you listening and every single one of my clients is not about that. They're not about prioritizing the transaction over the human. And when they say they don't want to be salesy, at the crux of it, this is what they mean. They want to honor the heartbeat behind the transaction and prioritize and care for that person in the exchange. So in this nook of the business woods, We deeply honor the sovereignty of all of our leads, of everyone in our pipeline. And when we sell, we commit to coming from a place of service. We commit to adding value first. And we absolutely commit to seeing humans as more than a sales metric. The reason that this is actually a very important conversation to be having is because the fear of not wanting to be salesy means that so many of you listening, so many healers, creatives, artists, coaches, healers, people who are doing amazing, beautiful, powerful things in the world are remaining a best kept secret because you're passively waiting for others to find you and contact you and ask you to help them. And so you're waiting on the sidelines, not wanting to take the initiative, not wanting to put yourself and your offer out there. And this obviously is going to result in hearing crickets much more than the experience of serving your people and seeing them become happy humans and seeing your business create healthy profits. So I know that your work is truly life-changing, that you absolutely have something others need 
And after years of mastering your craft and investing in yourself, it is time that you are able to reap that reward in your business. The good news here is that you are insanely more powerful than you think. If you feel that sales is gross, awkward, uncomfortable, cringe, shameful, or anything like that, then unfortunately, you're going to embody this energy when it comes to selling your own offer. This will be reflected in the lack of sales in your business and the lack of confidence, which will further perpetuate the cycle of not wanting to sell and not wanting to put yourself out there. But because you're so powerful, you also have the power to completely heal this relationship to sales so that you can make the difference you desire in the lives of those you help and build a wildly profitable business. Now let's look at this experience of being salesy. And I'm using air quotes here around salesy. This is a term that comes up frequently in my world. And when we actually look at what is being meant by this, the different experiences of this, I've come up with a few points. So it's the experience of violating someone's boundaries. We've all had that experience and it doesn't feel good. The experience of being seen as a metric and not a human. If you've been on the receiving end of like really feeling like someone just sees you as a notch on their sales belt, it is absolutely an awful violating experience. And it makes sense that you don't want anyone to ever feel that way. The experience of being sold something that you don't want or need. The feeling of cringe, awkwardness, and overall energetic yuck. That just that off feeling that like, ew, get me away from this. (laughs) It might be about that in your face, triggering to your nervous system bombardment of a message. That salesperson that just never, ever leaves you alone. Not a good feeling. Perhaps it's the hunter energy. That hunter energy that feels calculating, manipulative, and deceitful. I've certainly experienced this, and I didn't like it. And I would never want anyone to ever feel that from me. And if you're relating to this, I can completely understand why if your experiences of sales is any of these things I've mentioned, that you would not want to participate in that. And it's a very common experience that many coaches do not want to subscribe to or inflict on their communities when they sell their offers. And as I've said, I get it, but there is a different, better way. And The key here is to reframe your whole relationship to sales because there's a big difference when we see sales as sleazy versus when we see it as sacred and soulful and service-oriented, which is what it can be. This experience of magnetic sales, right? So when we become magnetic and we're more magnetic and in the energy of magnetism versus this hunter-aggressive conditioning. What practically what this looks like is, rather than explicitly focusing on the pain points and relying on outdated strategies 
that make people feel horrible about themselves, we invite our people into wonder, into an imagined vision that propels them into possibility. Now, I'm not saying that we never talk about the pain points because I think that they are absolutely necessary. There's a lot of nuances here. But what I am saying is that we're not manipulating people or creating this very awful experience of feeling bad about themselves and then presenting our offer as this silver bullet solution to that because we are honoring them as already whole, right? And we want them to understand that. We want them to understand that we also get their problems, but rather than hanging out there and getting stuck there, we're really inviting them into this possibility. And in this experience of sales, it's less about the doing, that that hustling, that relentless, energetic, fierce aggression that many of us associate with outdated experiences of sales. And although the doing is important and it requires intention, we have to do the work. The magnetic sales is so focused on your being the embodiment that you are showing up energetically as this person who is calling in the right clients for you because you attract what you are. And so if we're so hyper-focused on all the doing activities and we're not also honoring the energetic embodied expression of who we are and who we want to call in, We're not going to create the business that we want. We're probably not going to enjoy the experience of sales because there'll be burnout and fatigue and overwhelm and all of those things. So when I talk about soulful sacred sales, we're looking at different ingredients here. And these are things that you may not be as familiar with in the context of selling, but as a coach, as a healer, as someone committed to personal development and collective expansion, they're going to feel a lot more aligned to your values. The first ingredient is powerful, unapologetic essence and confidence. Showing up in your power and not apologizing for the powerful, wonderful human being that you are. You deserve to take up space and you're not apologizing for it. That's the first ingredient. The second ingredient is deep, deep, deep sacred trust in yourself, your offers, and your people. There's no scarcity here. There's no fear here. There's trust in yourself, your offers, and your people. The third ingredient is a clear vision of who you're helping and why this is the best next step to help them. Clarity creates connection and conversion. Confusion repels connection and conversion. So we want to make sure that there's a lot of clarity here and that you are rock solid clear on who you're helping and why your offer is the best next step for them. You surrender. You surrender control of others' interpretations, judgments, perspectives, assumptions of you and your work. And you soften and open into the miracles, magic, and manifestations that align with what you're creating. 
This is a big, big difference because outdated models of sales are very much white knuckling, obsessing, squeezing. And in fact, this is a sure way to repel the sale. No one wants to be squeezed. No one wants to be hunted. When we are receptive, when we are in trust, when we are open and embodying what we're calling in, we're attracting more aligned wealth and impact into our business. The right clients find us. And we feel deeply congruent with the work we're putting out into the world and how we're doing that. So these are the ingredients, but I want to make it clear that this does not mean that we're not taking intentional action because we absolutely need to be doing the work. Absolutely. But the actual sales exchange becomes energetic. We embody what we are selling and we trust that those who are craving the essence of our offer will be drawn to it. We also trust that if they're not, it's okay because the right people will be. I really believe that it is time to shift our relationship to sales and to lead from our soul's codes to create the structure for massive momentum when it comes to generating wealth and expanding our impact, but to do it in a way that always honors the heartbeat over the transaction. I want to leave you with some practical tips that you can implement to support your sales exchanges. This is the actual, when, when, when we talk about the sales funnel, this is the, the point where you're connecting directly with your lead when you're having that conversation, whether it's a sales call or you're chatting in the DMs, whatever it is, this, the exchange, this is what I'm offering. Do you want it? Yes or no. Okay. The first tip is to ground your energy first. Before you engage in any sales calls or any conversations, Come back to the most powerful, confident version of yourself because the embodiment of that energetically is exceptionally powerful. Tip number two, be human rather than robotic. You do not need to be in your head overthinking what you're saying, following a script word for word or a formula here. Be human. There's another human being. And when we say that we're prioritizing the heartbeat over the transaction, how can we do that if we don't understand the human? We have to see the human. And in order to to connect with that human, we have to be human ourselves first. The third tip is to seek connection before conversion. Understand what is coming up for your lead. Understand where they are, what matters to them. Connect with them on those things and then introduce why you are so sold on your offer as being the best next step for them. One of the things that can be really tricky, and this is tip number four, is creating space. So we know that the fortune is in the follow-up and following up is important as part of a sales process, but equally important is the creation of space, allowing some breathing room between the conversation, the expression of 
belief that your offer is the right choice for this person and the ability for them to really feel into what is right for them. So when we create that space, we allow our leads to choose to step closer to us. This happens throughout the conversation. It might also happen over a period of days between the initial conversation and the decision. But the feeling, the sensation is that they're not being squeezed or feeling defensive. And instead, they're feeling understood, respected, and safe to feel into their whole body, yes or no. The last tip I want to leave you with is to honor your boundaries and never to compromise just to get the sale. Trust me, it's just not worth it. Don't compromise on the caliber of client. Don't compromise on your price or on what's included in your offer. Hold your truth. Your people will respect your boundaries. They will respect your creation. They will respect how you operate and work, and it will be in alignment with them. And if it's not, that's okay. We can bless those people and and know that they're not necessarily your people right now. They might be down the road, but right now they're not a match. And that's okay because saying no to that opens up room for the right people to come in. Sales gets to be fun and sacred and soulful. And I absolutely love it because it is really the blood of a business. And when we know how to do it skillfully and when we know how to do it soulfully, it creates a much more fun and pleasurable experience of running a business, of launching, of selling, all the things. If you want more support with this, I do have a self-paced course. It's called the Coach Sales System, and it's a merging of the practical and the energetic when it comes to sales so that you can expand on your skills but also really unleash your unique soul codes so that your expression of sales gets to be a direct translation of the purest version of you. And it doesn't have to squeeze into a formula or someone else's playbook. And and you then get to be your most authentic self as you sell. And that really reduces any of the cringe or fears around being salesy. You can find that in the show notes as well as on my website, also linked in the, sh- in the show notes, but it's robingooding.com. Thank you for being here. I love you. The best is yet to come. I'm Robin Gooding and you've been listening to the Profitable Way podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at robin.gooding and join the Facebook community through the link in my Instagram bio. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe, rate, and review this episode so that I can continue to share this message with other entrepreneurs looking to pursue their dream online. I hope you'll join in next week for another episode, and I hope that you always remember that the best is yet to come.